Let me tell you what I believe. I believe there's a hero in all of us. There's something inside that they can't get to, that they can't touch. Luminous beings, though, not this crude matter. Death is just another path, one that we always take. Somewhere out there, you, you have another father, too, who gave you another name. And he sent you here for a reason, Clark. You don't owe these people anymore. You've given them everything. Not everything. Not yet. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the match of the century. Ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Round one. Uh, we're back on Directed by God, the podcast where we look at films through a Christian lens and we look for God speaking. Or God, the biblical stories, biblical principles, mm-hmm. biblical characters, mm-hmm. Jesus himself. The mm-hmm. Bible versus Rocky. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the, uh, the Bible will win, but it'll be a technical victory. That'll be very confusing <laughs> to the audience. But the last will be first. Last will be first. Very good. I am named Seth, and we also have two other people. My name's Nathan. And Reagan. He's he's the stupid one. He's Thank you. he's weird. Anyway, today what are we watching, fellas? What have we watched? And where are we think going we to We gave discuss? it away pretty obviously. But, but I can set it up and okay. create uh, intrigue. Very nice. The film Rocky. There might be boxing gloves. There might be fighters. There might be sly Sylvester Stallone. There might be. Might, there might, might be. be. <laughs> Maybe not. It's a slight possibility. Maybe not. Maybe not. We watched Rocky. Rocky was... We, we came to this in an interesting way. We're doing an older movie. First mm-hmm. old film we've done, right? Yep. Forgot what we've done. Yeah, we've only done newer movies. We did Matrix 1, but this is older than that. Much and older. Yeah. There wasn't a... Not relevant at all either. Yeah, th- this one's... That's <laughs> before, the real key. Before Nathan was born. That's, the, that's old. The real key, Matrix was to coincide with Matrix 4 releasing. Creed 3 is going to hopefully come out later this year, but hopefully. we're not really lining this up with any present release. It was just a film that we thought would be a good one to tackle with the premise of the podcast. Yes. we had. A, I think Reagan wanted to do an older one. Yep. And he had some horrible suggestions, I'm sure. But then I said Rocky, because Rocky's a classic film, one that I like, and <laughs> seems very Christian, seems very Catholic to me. So Every sports movie just kind of seems like, hmm, there's something swimming in that. Let's check, let's check it out. The general underdog story, yeah. yeah. 100%. Jesus the underdog. No one believed in him. <laughs> they killed him. But you know what? He worked real hard. He worked real hard. And- <laughs> And he, he won in the end. That's just all a lie. He maybe, it's all, maybe, maybe the underdog story is all a lie, actually. Whoops. I don't know. Anyway. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So, I had seen this before. I was pretty well acquainted with this movie. I know Reagan had been a while for you, but Nathan, you'd never seen it, right? I had obviously seen, like, you know, mm-hmm. the iconic music, the training montage. I was aware of the film. But I never sat down and watched it all the way through. I'd yeah. seen Creed once, and other than that, this is the first Rocky anything I've seen ever. Wow. Well, tell us what you expected and then what you got. So, um, I think me and Reagan, despite Reagan having seen it before, might have similar takes in the way that 
I did expect, especially coming off of Creed, a little bit more of a focus on the boxing. Yeah. Because Creed's also a really cool character study, but mm-hmm. but this is really truly a drama and it won an Oscar, you know, as a drama. And it happens to be about a boxer, but it's really more about his life than anything else, which yeah. surprised me. And it was it was really cool. It's interesting. It's got some really great themes that we're gonna talk about. And I like one thing I saw an interview with Stallone where he was like there are these boxing films that are really about the sport, you know, your Raging Bull mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he's like, Rocky was never really a sports movie as much as it was just kind of the fight is like a metaphor for life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the I really see that. It's bo- more boring than the other scenes. The fights are not great. Yeah. Yeah. You, you end up going, I, I want to just live with this guy. I'm having fun with him rather than just punching, <laughs> which is cool. Him and his dog. Him and his dog. And his girlfriend. Funny dates on the ice skating rink. Yeah, it's, it's kind of more of a romantic comedy. A romantic comedy, yeah. exactly. It was fun. Slice of life. What did, what did you think, Reagan? Very much the same with, with Nathan. I was blown away by... Just sports movies today have a bit of a polish to them. This movie was just very... Gritty. Even, gritty, had a bit of a documentary influence, maybe, even to very, say. Yeah, totally. Very much just kind of hands-off filmmaking. And that was just really cool to see. And I... Slow. Slow. I, <laughs> I had seen... I guess Rambo came out before this or after? After. After. This is Stallone's break. So I had seen him do good acting. Do good. I don't know if he's a great actor in my experience. He's good. But this movie, I just went, now. Nah, this guy, there's a, there's a beautiful soul in this man. He's and an it, it, Amazing performance. Just incredible. And uh, just an awesome movie. And writing great. it, too. Stallone writing this oh, movie. I forgot about that. Um, I, I think it's really a story that's close to his heart and I don't want to give away too much of the themes we're going to talk about but once again in that interview Rocky is such an underdog story and Stallone's story really mirrors that in oh, a lot really? of cool ways because like here is this guy who like didn't do amazing in school wasn't hadn't made his big break and now all of a sudden he's an Oscar winner for writing this iconic film that we're watching decades later awesome. um, it's this really cool kind of coming into his own yeah Wow. And his, his faith is visu- visually on screen in many ways, we'll talk about. Yeah, it's cool. Totally. It was awesome to get to rewatch it. It had been a few years for me. It was slower than I remembered. I remembered, and the fight scenes were worse than I remembered. Mainly the sound effects. Yeah, the sound effects were really bad. They don't sell the punches, and no. the, the punches look very fake. Yeah, they're not good. Um, there's like the few that like super land. Yes. And then there's some of the others that are a little shaky. There's slow-mo there ones land. I remember that. I get, the one slow-mo one. Where's the slow-mo one? I think when he got knocked out, when he knocks him, hit him, knocks him down. The bloodiest Creed, hits have first. nice, nice hits. Okay. Yeah. But um, in general, yeah, it was slower than I remembered, but I definitely liked that. And I was just, uh, I was just taken with the, the, the simple working class people and the... Uh, just something about a story about you know greatness coming from this unexpected place, mm-hmm. and him not you know him not winning at the end. That's just it's so antithetical to a sports movie. Yeah. And there, I remember being the, I remember the first time I saw Rocky. I was watching it on TV. I was probably a teenager, and I thought classic sports film because I had seen movies like Hoosiers and Rudy, and you know stuff like that where mm-hmm. the, these underdog stories where they win in the end. Yeah. And I thought. Oh, Rocky's going to be another classic movie like that, and it wasn't at all. No. And I still watch the ending, and I go... What happened? Yes, I watched the ending of this movie, and I, I don't... I, I, I'm not even sure the boxing... The Supreme Court of Judges has convened yeah, to I'm decide even, a public right. creed is one. No one knows what's going on until 
someone tells you. The music's really loud, so it's a good good time still. Here it's chaos. Rocky, you went the distance. You went the 15 rounds. How do you feel? All right, and Thor. What are you thinking about when that buzzer sounds for that line? Adrian! What are you thinking about when the 15th round when you're coming out? Adrian! Right. It, but it, it's a cool one. Adrian! Maybe there is something special about sports movies. I mean, like, because Cars is another great example where the lesson totally. isn't it's about winning. The lesson is maybe there's something more important than winning. Absolutely. I, I love it. Yeah, Cars is a great one. We should do Cars one day. Very Christian film. But, um... Anyway, that I'm still kind of confused by the filmmaking, the storytelling, and the mm. ending because I just go, "What happened? How did he win? <laughs> yeah, did, did he win? Who won? Is it over? What's happening?" Yeah. But uh, him not winning is such a it's it's such a, a different conclusion for a sports film. It's awesome. Should we explain the plot of Rocky, most popular one of the most popular uh, films ever made? Yeah, probably. Okay, probably. What? Who among us is most equipped to do that? They're both looking at me. <laughs> I want to hear Nathan give it a try. All right. He's good at these. Here we go. So Rocky Balboa, he's down on his luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trailer. <laughs> you know, he's he's just going through life, punching people as a loan shark. He's, uh, he's a southpaw. He's a left-handed fighter. He's not making it big and fulfilling his dreams. He's just kind of getting by, trying to awkwardly flirt with the object of his affection and not getting anywhere. And then he gets the opportunity of a lifetime to fight the champion of champions, Apollo Creed. Mm. And he takes this opportunity to train his absolute hardest and to put in the work. And in the end, he decides his goal is going to be to go the distance, to survive in the ring and do what hadn't been done. Not just to win, but to have the endurance and the stamina to always get up off the ground no matter what happened and he succeeds in that mission he's reunited with his love and he loses he loses <laughs> happily ever after <laughs> that's good the ending is strange one more detail there is there's like a scene or two before it where he really pivots it seems like and he goes it's not about winning it's about surviving going the distance going the distance it really don't matter if I lose this fight. It really don't matter if this guy opens my head either. Because all I want to do is go to distance. Nobody's ever gone to distance with Creed. And if I can go that distance, you see, and that bell rings and I'm still standing, I'm going to know for the first time in my life, you see, that I weren't just another bum from the neighborhood. I remember, just, I remember being a little confused by that in the moment, but obviously very important to the film's theme. It definitely feels like a shift, but what's interesting yeah. is before that point, it's not that he pivots from I want to win to I want to survive. Mm -hmm. He pivots from this is just going to be me getting beat up on live television. This yeah. is going to make a mockery of me mm -hmm. to saying I could, I'm going to I'm gonna stick the make landing. Make my stand. Yeah. Cool. He, he makes a decision to take it he makes a decision to take it seriously when he trains, but it's kind of like a moment of, I'm not just gonna be a clown for everyone to watch. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand my own mm. and show them what I can do. Awesome, yeah. Interesting twist at the end. It's cool. Yes. Very cool. Yes. What would you like to talk about now? Bible. Hey. Bible time. There's actually one more thing before that that we do every week. If you remember, oh. if we did this every week, which we want oh. to, um, but what do you think the film is oh. saying? Yes. Oh. Thank you. Whoops. Yes. 
Um, I'm just laughing for the ride, guys. I'm here. I'm just here. How's it going? <laughs> How are you? Yeah, the movie is definitely this. It's this underdog story about a guy who can. You know, there's more to him than he even realizes. So there's something. There's something about that. Kind of a diamond in the rough story. Mm-hmm. So there's something in there about that. About you know, you you should you should think better of yourself. You should give yourself. You don't beat yourself up. Give yourself a the, the best chance you have. You know, so there's it's saying something. There's some kind of practical wisdom in there about that. Um, but there's also something about community in this movie. Mm-hmm. Totally. He, Every, fights, he fights for them. He fights for... Everyone rallies around Rocky. He becomes... And he, he has to realize this. Because at first he doesn't get it. But he says, I'm going to be a vessel for everybody else. Champion of the people. The fight yeah. is framed as the American dream. Only in America could this happen. It's an opportunity. Yeah. To crack at the it, guy. It's really interesting. There's some kind of... There's an interesting kind of commentary there where Apollo Creed is creating this... American dream, uh, the champion of the slums thing, but to him, to him, it's a show. Yeah. He's, He's gonna crush really... that yeah. champion. Yeah, yeah, to him, it's fake, but then it it actually does happen. Yeah. So the movies, the movies definitely saying something interesting there about uh, I don't know, God will raise up a champion or something yes. like that from the dirt. <laughs> I will, I will raise up new children from the stones or something like that. Awesome. That's that's what I see. Hmm. What about you guys, Reagan? Uh. Well, I was drawn a lot to the romance in the film, and why? Just where I'm, in, where I am in life, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this movie's just cool because it, it isn't. This movie is not like an idea film, or just it, it feels like real people. It's yeah. got that documentary spirit, and so that romance just feels really lived in, and really sweet. And uh, I really like seeing Adrian. It felt like she was a flower opening it up under love. Mm, yes, <laughs> and uh, but she's. Taking off, taking off the glasses, changing how Before she looks. Marriage. It was implied marriage, like some people at this table. But <laughs> anyway, um, it was just really sweet to see that. And that was, that was just really special. And just the whole time, that is a microcosm of, I think the whole time Rocky's feeling like, I can do this by myself. I don't need anyone. That's that's really shown with his relationship with Mickey. But uh, I don't know. that that In that, with that romance story, this this big tough guy loving somebody. You know, her opening up and him also being, becoming stronger when he's not alone. It's just pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. Power of community, but also power of love. Same mm-hmm. thing, maybe. Perhaps the same. <laughs> yeah, here's this big, hulky boxer, but, like, yeah. he's also this sweet, big-hearted yeah. guy who's trying to, like, find the attention of the girl at the pet shop. Like, it's so precious. And he won't break the guy's thumb? Yep. Or, he's, yeah, he's, right. a, he's a big teddy bear. He has, he has a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Even the loan shark gets behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Because you think the loan shark is kind of the bad guy when he chastises Rocky for not break, breaking the guy's thumb. Then he says, what is he? He says, like, we're pulling for you, Rock, or something like that. <laughs> well, he gives him money. Remember? He gives him money. Yeah. Awesome. He's getting that weird feud with the cab driver. <laughs> remember that? He hates him. That guy hates him. He's yeah. awesome. He says he stinks. I think the biggest themes that stand out to me... Um, especially before I even saw the film, the ones that I think are kind of in the cultural consciousness is like hard work and perseverance leading to success. That's part of the American dream idea, but just like, what does everyone remember? That training montage of like, I'm gonna work and... I remember that scene is either intercut with or it's it's close to one where it's Rocky's on TV punching the meat 
And Apollo's like, ha, 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 I'm so powerful. Well, he's not even watching it. He's not even watching it, but his, his manager is or whatever. He, he's, not, he's obviously not preparing at all. Apollo's, you don't ever see him preparing mm-hmm. where Rocky's putting in the work. And so it's kind of, you know, if you put in the work, no matter where you're from, you have a crack at it. That's a cool scene because um, one of, yeah, one of Creed's guys is watching it and he sees Rocky start to hit the meat and he goes, he kind of sits up his chair and he goes, oh, this dude's serious. And he says, Creed, come look at this. And Creed won't, he just doesn't do care. He's so prideful that he's he's become blinded. He thinks that mm-hmm. it's it's just going to be handed to him because he thinks he's the top of the world. And pride comes before fall. He, he was going to get humbled. He is humbled in the film. Yeah. Connor uh, Weather is just so perfect in that. Just, he will be humbled even further in Rocky Three when he dies. What does it mean that he comes prancing in dressed up like America? I don't uh, know. I'd, he beat down America. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I think <laughs> it doesn't it, mean much just part of the fact that he the he's making the pride he's making this a show mm-hmm. he doesn't think it's a real fight mm-hmm. um and the second main theme i see is what we've already kind of touched on that just like it's a boxing movie but the real fight is within this is a movie about mm-hmm. life and the fact that we all have a fight in life against the real enemy which is the one in the mirror you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and overcoming um the the not disciplined parts of ourselves or the the sinful parts of ourselves the devil becoming <laughs> overcoming the the enemy that wants to turn us into something else and being everything that we can be everything god made us to be cool good job sly <laughs> <laughs> bible time bible time bible time that's pretty that's short that's pretty short is there more to say i don't know maybe there's just a lot of bible what to you talk got about. okay <laughs> I got, I got, I got some Bible. What you got? Well, I just, I think I was just thinking of the Beatitudes the whole time. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of them. Um, Just read the Beatitudes. Just read the Beatitudes. And he opened up his mouth. (laughs) Rocky opened his mouth. I didn't see that. No. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for those of the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. And persecution. And I guess pers- persecution is not really in the movie so much. The others, though, are pretty... I mean, they're, kind of, they're all in there. I love the word meek for rocky yeah because meekness yeah. a lot of people think of meek as like kind of like a very a, a yeah <laughs> exactly that, that you're weak meek means weak but meek does not mean weak really it, it's more directly translated like power under control so like i have the strength i have the power rocky's a boxer mm-hmm. but we know on the inside he's not going to turn that aggression against mm-hmm. other people unjustly it's under, it's disciplined, and that sort of like... He does break legs. <laughs> but he didn't break the thumbs. He didn't, he didn't see the breaking thumb. Like, he had the power to break the thumbs, but he was going to channel that in, in a mm-hmm. better direction because he, he was under proper control, and he knew where his, his authority came and from. And then Rocky inherited the planet Earth. <laughs> it was his. Beatrice. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that's a great point. Um, all of it, it's just... The emphasis on the poor, the poor in spirit, you know, it's, it's the slums and Detroit and just the, the divide in the movie between the, the world of Apollo Creed and the world of Rocky. Mm-hmm. So these simple people 
working class. They're struggling. Philadelphia. Theirs was the kingdom. Philadelphia. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. City of brotherly love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Relevant. Anyway, yep. yeah. So the kingdom of heaven it doesn't look like what we think it looks like, hmm. and it's going to come from this unexpected place, from this dirty uh, meat factory. <laughs> meat factory. You know. Yeah. yeah. And it's just uh, like you know Reagan said earlier that the look of the film helps with that too because it it's very raw it's kind of like the french connection it's just mm-hmm. it's just this raw dirty city documentary style awesome. and it just i don't know i feel the people feel so so real because of that they're not perfect people they're very raw they're unpolished but smelly smell it you stink rocky for a long time it has, stinks. it stinks here it my stinks. apartment stinks. It stinks. Everything stinks. It stinks. <laughs> you want to live here? It stinks. Kingdom of Heaven stinks. That's right. It stinks. Anyway, you see what I'm saying, but totally. You know, the blessed ones are. The, they don't seem like the blessed ones. Yep. I would say, it's awesome. I think it's a a good moment to bring in. Um, before we started um, recording, we were talking about First Corinthians. Just this idea yeah. that the things that you don't expect are the things that God likes to use um, in 1 Corinthians one twenty seven? Like Sonic the Hedgehog. Like Sonic. That'll be coming. <laughs> we're, we're ready for you. Uh, but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. And I think this one's interesting for Rocky. The, the second part of that is God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like here's Apollo, like I'm the strongest and I'm the best and no one can topple me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even if he technically won this boxing match he's lost something much bigger which is just the fact that when it comes to his his character and his integrity and inheriting the kingdom of heaven so to speak rocky found in community and in his personal strength something so much better than what apollo has at the end absolutely and it was used to uh you know rocky certainly publicly shamed him in that sense (laughs) like the world saw that he wasn't as undefeatable as he thought he was yeah definitely and to that to that point um, what comes to my mind is Psalm 118, 22 for 23, often quoted by Jesus Christ of Nazareth, is uh, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Yeah. This is the Lord's doing. It yeah. is marvelous in our eyes. Just There's just something so strange about Rocky being chosen. He's really just kind of picked out, picked at random. I like his name. Is that what it is? Like yeah, that's it. Yeah. What a good American name. That's it. This is what I'm looking for. The Italian Stallion. Rocky Balboa? Never heard of him. Look, it's the name, man. The Italian Stallion. The media will eat it up. And so, uh, yeah. just the the thing that everybody had given up on. I mean, Mickey, Mikey, Mickey? Mickey had given Mickey, up Mickey's on Mickey's given up on him, yeah. and they, they have always a great whole scene we'll talk about, I'm sure, later. But everybody has, you know, he, he in his mind is going, I'm done with this. The moment he's chosen, he goes, I'm here to be a sparring partner. He actually says, when he's offered it, he says no. It's just, everybody's rejected him, he's rejected himself. But that's not what God had. God has in mind. God had, had been calling <laughs> just, him. Yeah, the whole this, time he just didn't. Know. It's this great idea of just this thing that people say that won't work. Actually, is the found, foundational, fundamental piece of our lives. I'll return to First Corinthians for a second. There's the craziest part of that. It's just one of the strangest things Paul wrote, but I love it. Um, he, cho- he chose the foolish to shame the wise, and he says. Uh, God even chose things that are not to bring to nothing things that are. I'll choose something that doesn't exist to make something that exists no longer exist. It's it's just it's insane. It's very strange. I love it. I love it so much. The the beauty, but but Rocky, the champion Rocky, that doesn't exist. I will make that exist. Mm. So that the I will destroy Apollo. So the flamboyant, prideful creed can no longer exist. Awesome. And just the beauty of 
the gospel itself. It's like, hey, everyone in that time, they're looking for the prophecies of the Messiah and they think it's just going to be in their earthly view of success, which is we're going to overtake the government. We're going to have power. We're going to dominate other people because that's what leadership and success is. And then in Christianity, there's this upside down kingdom where everything's like the opposite of what you think it is, where you think leadership is, you know, lording over people, but actually leadership is being a servant. You think that salvation is going to come from someone violently overthrowing a government, but it's actually by Jesus laying down his life and dying voluntarily. Exactly. And taking the punishment that we deserved instead of the justice they probably would have fought for, which is just you know, killing other people because they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's all about us getting paid for what we should have paid for. Um, just amazing. On that note, I, I, um, there's just some passion stuff in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't shy away from Rocky's body and his wounds. Yeah. You know, it, especially in the final fight when his eye is bleeding and it cuts his eye open. It's just, you know, I, I that, that's a, that's you can intercut a, that shot with Passion of Christ. You, you could. Go, you, go, oh. you almost could. <laughs> yeah. Station of the Cross and Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Slow motion fall. Oh! <laughs> oh, no. But that, that that's a big thing for me. That uh, Something I kind of don't like about modern movies and superhero movies is they can make violence a little too clean, a little too cartoony, I guess. But, you know, the real savior had a body like ours. It was broken and was destroyed and... He, he had wounds and it just and there's that Isaiah 53 verse uh, by his wounds you were healed right he was pierced for our transgressions yeah. crushed for our iniquities the punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds we are healed yes yeah. and I don't think R- Rocky did not do that but when I see him <laughs> suffering for the community I think uh, you know obviously we're reminded of that of who suffered for us exactly yeah. and I think you just uh, the wounds like that and the uh, not just that, but the emotional wounds. The, you pity. Pity's a big thing in this movie. You pity Rocky. You pity the people, the, the poor people of Philadelphia. You pity his eye getting cut open. Pity is just so important to the gospel and to the, the passion story. Gives you empathy for other people. Yeah. Right. Didn't, didn't he say somewhere that after a fight, I'm like a walking wound? He says something, something like that. And it was yeah, like the oh, whole wow. next day. The whole he, like, next day. Get like, up to the fridge yeah. because he's just a sore. Yeah. <laughs> I pitied him when he ate the raw eggs. That was rough because he, he definitely actually did that too. It was not fake. No CG eggs. No CG in eggs. Yeah, that was, whole, that was awesome. The whole gospel too is about like after you are saved, your life is no longer about you. It's about seeing the value in everyone else and trying to mm-hmm. preach the message to them. So empathy is like one of the biggest keys mm-hmm. to switching that worldview. Mm-hmm. And for a film like this to give us empathy for people that might not look in the way we think good people are supposed to look Mm -hmm. or act like Mm -hmm. people are supposed to act and seeing that like God uses those people. Right. God used a washed up loan shark, created something that didn't exist. It's awesome. That's the act of creation. It's great. Yeah. And that whole washed up quality speaks to one of the most powerful scenes in the film when, uh, because you kind of get this prodigal son story Mm -hmm. with Mickey Mm -hmm. and, um, but he's not, he's not the perfect father in that scene. You know, he's, he's coming to him. I want to be your manager. You follow that, do you? Fight said I don't need no manager. But you can't buy what I'm going to give you. I mean, I've got pain and I've got experience. Well, i got pain I've got experience, too. Now, listen, kid. Hey, look, hey, Mick. What? Look, I need your help about 10 years ago, right? 10 years ago? Right. You never helped me, no. You didn't care. Well, if you wanted help, 
I say, if you wanted help, why didn't you ask? Why didn't you just ask me, kid? Look, I asked, but you never heard nothing. You know, it, it, it's really great. It's a great, great scene about men because men have a hard time just coming out and saying things sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they're both kind of circling around, being prideful. You <laughs> Not me, I'm perfect. <laughs> there's, a great, there's a great part where Mickey, he's like basically weaving it all on the line and uh, Rocky goes and hides in the bathroom. There's a great part where he's like, he goes, I'm 73. And you hear a flush. <laughs> it's just, it's this crazy scene where it's like the father is coming back for the son. Yeah. But the father himself is saying sorry. And he, he wants to be there for him. And the son chases after the father and meets him in the road. It's just this, it makes you think of that. There's story. a lot going on in that scene. Because the yeah, M- no. Mickey there, there's a part of Mickey that kind of just wants a chance. He's mm-hmm. going, Rocky's my chance. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of selfishness there, but yep. it's something you can understand. Yep. And Rocky, again, you can understand where he's coming from. He's going, look, where you, all, been, dude? where you been? Where were you 10 years ago? All these people are flocking to him now, now that he's somebody. Mm-hmm. And you can understand that, but, and he's, he's angry at first, but he just, he lets it go because I guess the pity that he feels for Mickey. Yeah. And then there's that awesome moment. And it's just in the wide shot where Rocky chases after Mickey in the street. Give him a handshake. Hugs him, give him a handshake. After yelling and yelling and yelling from the it's, stairs, it's and then just he just awesome. comes out and he the way it's it. cut yeah. is so funny because he's he's just walking and you just hear him screaming. Cut, cut back, he's still walking. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah, it's special. Right. It's a special little scene. And it, I like that because it, you know, Rocky's not Jesus. He is he's being conformed to the image of Christ in this story, and he's he's the Christ figure in in the story. But Rocky has sins too got a lot of brokenness yes and he you know he doesn't treat mickey you understand why rocky's acting that way because he's hurt but he doesn't treat mickey the way he needs to be treated anyway rocky rocky has to grow as well yeah. that's i think that the turn for rocky and we're th- when things start to go well for him is when he says i will use this this is a great chance for me to help other people yeah i've been given a chance other people can have a chance now too mm-hmm. and even you know his his not his brother-in-law but his, his friend polly it's the whole the whole movie. Polly's hounding him. You give me a job. Talk talk to uh, Gazzo. Talk to talk to Gazzo about the loan shark job. Rocky won't. Do, I wasn't really sure why Rocky wouldn't do it. I think he was trying to protect him. It was that, but was it also he was just annoyed about? It probably became both. Look, stop asking. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But um. But anyway, there's this turn in Rocky, and it, it it's it's almost most evident with Polly because Polly's almost entirely in it for himself. Yeah. But it, Rocky just goes. Sure, whatever. He goes, I found a way to make money. If you want to make name. a buck off my... Yeah, yeah. just go yeah. ahead. He, he walks out there it's, with a robe wearing something meets or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's, it, great. it's all good. I do think... Um, what if he had a scepter? Maybe like Jesus. That scene does remind me that the scene with Polly where he just keeps hounding him. That like there are sometimes things in life that we... Or like, why aren't my why isn't my prayer being answered? And it's like, you don't have the character for that, or that door is actually really bad for you, and you're supposed to go this way. Where it's just like he's like, Oh, my problems would be fixed if I get out of the meat factory into this loan shark job. It's <clears> like, <throat> you don't want to be with those people. Like, that's not good for me. It's definitely not good for you. And with all the alcohol problems he has, and yeah. it's like, we yeah. we need what you need is not another job with shadier people. Yeah. Like you need some like character formation and keeping you from the easy way out. Like really what's better for you. I'm looking out for you, even though tempted. you feel like you feel like I'm denying you. Really? I'm helping you. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what the good friend would do. Right. Also, I want to date your sister. Also, <laughs> I want to date your sister. That's weird. That's weird. 
Remember that scene where he threw the turkey out the window? That was sad. That was too far. Step too far. Polly's such a weird part of this movie, and it's it's very real, and he's very broken. But just like the weird codependence and the alcohol dependence, some of the crazy stuff that he says and does is really sad. He takes it back to him almost at one point. Beating up the house. There's there's one not with Polly, but just the the whole Gazo job. Um, The idea of a lone shark, I think could be kind of comparable of like it's a job that people don't like you to do tax collecting comes to mind Mm. here you like in in the gospel account of course matthew was a tax collector and when the pharisees find jesus hanging out with matthew and his friends like you're sitting with (gasps) sinners and tax collectors it's like the people that are going and getting your money Mm. the loan sharks like these are not people Mm. these are the sinners of the world Mm. that are hurting you they're taking extra it might be like kind of legal but not really Mm -hmm. because they're doing some like breaking people's thumbs not looked up upon he was broke like one um, legs one time and uh like breaker that that could be slang though he broke his he's confirmed so uh to, to see rocky be a part of this group just like matthew was a part of the tax collectors of like especially god wouldn't use someone that does that for a living Yes, and yet will. that's the one that God. <laughs> those are the people that God that's chose right. to be His disciples, to be His champion, it's to awesome. be. Because that's all of us. And actually. He called them out of that life into something bigger to show us that all of us, no matter what we come from, we're just as much of a sinner, and we can just as much be used. Didn't come to heal the righteous. Yeah, they don't need healing. It's a hospital for the sick, not the healthy, or the people who think that they're healthy, mm-hmm. the self-righteous, and also just like loaning and money something biblically that i'm interested in and like proverbs 22 has like you know the borrower is the slave to the lender so like getting in debt in that way is also not biblically recommended they deserve to have their thumbs broken i did not say that (laughs) heavily implied Uh Uh (laughs) um i was uh i mean just we've been sort of running a bunch with it it really is a david and goliath story yeah i was brought to that tale in first samuel there's not a whole. There's not really any dialogue that's like wow, so applicable. But there's this epic part where David just uh, stands before um, Goliath, and David says, uh, "He says, uh, you come with me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of Hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied." This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down, cut off your head. Anyway, just that's just. I mean, look, I just, Rocky's not a wimp. Rocky's not skinny, but there, there really is a David and Goliath kind of scale to the story, and so mm-hmm. came to mind. Here's the small sure. town kid. Here's yeah, the giant exactly. champ, world champ. It's on a so, different tier. Yeah, kind of swimming. Around. Also, the guy doesn't believe in himself. Mm, it's true. That too. He's spiritually small, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. We also have to talk about all the just on screen yes. iconography. What's, what's the first shot? Of shot the, one. First shot of the movie. Number one. In the just, beginning. Just shot Jesus Christ. The shot was with God, and the <laughs> shot was God. <laughs> wow. Because it's, it's good. It's, resurre- <laughs> it's, res- it's the Resurrection AC Chapel. Where is yeah, it? the Resurrection Athletic Center. And oh, okay. On the wall awesome. is a picture of that Jesus, is. which is the opening shot. What is the film doing when it just blatantly opens with that? Yeah. Well, I can have some view into the artist's mind because he shared a little bit. There's a quote that Sylvester Stallone said about that opening shot that, quote, it's like he was being chosen. Jesus was over him and he was going to be the fellow that would live through the example of Christ. He's forgiving. There's no bitterness in him. 
and it's like his whole life was about service. So it's like starting the film in, it's called Resurrection. Mm -hmm. yeah. Here's Christ, and here's this person that Christ has chosen that's about to get humbled hard mm. and go through this resurrection process where scene one, under Jesus, he's like ignoring all of the advice of his coach, not listening to it at all, on his own, gets brutally beaten to a pulp, and then in the end, he's gone through this you know, for lack of a better term, like a sanctification process. He's trained, he's disciplined himself, and he comes out the other side as a better human than he started. Mm -hmm. It's cool. It's, it's, it's almost like a key for the movie. Here's the first shot. Pay attention. View it through this, 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 story. this is what, yeah, this yeah. is the lens. Here you go. I gave it to you as the filmmaker. Yeah. More films should do that. It'd be great. And I think on the wall it also has Alpha and Omega. Which it, is it, it yeah, does. I did. It it which is the beginning crazy. and end, yeah. and it's the beginning of the movie. It's so crazy. it's like, also, the awesome. ending is also Jesus. Jesus. It might not be on screen again, but, but the key to the movie, it's, it's also in uh, the, the core of what it's doing. It's incredible. You said the word uh, chosen during that dialogue you just had. <laughs> Maybe think about the idea of election. I don't mean to be the one to bring this up, but there's just something... Hey, Jesus brought it up, brought it up first. There's just something so strange about Rocky being chosen for this thing. It just It's so random. That made me think of when Romans 9 11 says, though, it's talking about Jacob and Esau, though they were not yet born, had done anything good or bad, in order that God's purpose of election might continue, not because of works, but because of him who calls. Just It's like, just, why Rocky? Because God wanted Rocky. Yeah, it's it, it, it just, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say on that. Just It just seemed pretty clear. Rocky's, Rocky's story glorifies God. Yeah, That's what it comes down to. That's really. Awesome. Also reminds me of a verse in Esther 4.14 where it says, and who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Oh, yeah. Like this was Rocky's moment in history your at this time for this. this reason. He thought that he was just a bum without a purpose, but like this was the moment that God called Rocky for, this match here now. And he has other things that he'll do later and instrumental in the lives of people, but like a time such as this. Why not this generation? Why not this moment? And it wasn't even about the match so much because he loses it's yep. more about i wanted to I, I had to work i this was this was so i could work on you spiritually mm -hmm. you know it's not about the boxing match mm -hmm. it's about now you have a girlfriend and you're happier and you got a dog you got a dog you, your community is flourishing you know it was it wasn't even about winning in the end yeah it was about losing anyway you he, know he I mean. remained steadfast did he i guess so he endured the trial of the, the boxing battle. <laughs> well, I think I think it's a great segue to talk about just the fact that we said earlier that sports films are also great spiritual analogies. And I think the reason for that is just life can also often be seen as a battle or in, in biblical terms, a, a race to run, which is also an athletic thing. You know, Paul's idea that everyone has their own life their own calling there's a race set before us that god's planned for us and then we are trying to throw off the things that hinder and run with endurance that race the best we can and a fight is another great metaphor personification of that like, i have fought the good fight i have finished the race i have kept the faith exactly he puts them all right there <sighs> all of them are right there so like whether it's As he's about to die whether it's baseball whether it's sports whether it's boxing it's like we all have this internal fight. We have this spiritual fight that we're fighting, that we're trying to do the best we can. And if Rocky's a metaphor for life, it's a metaphor for the spiritual walk too. How, there are spiritual disciplines. There are, like we never want to do them out of legalism. We want to do them because we, we love God. But how do you get closer to God? You spend more time in the word. You pray, you worship, you 
do these, you know, you watch meditate Rocky. on the word. <laughs> uh, you see everything in your life through the lens of the word. And um, when you do these spiritual disciplines, it grows you as a person. It grows your faith. So you're a better, stronger Christian to be equipped for the, the ministry that you're called to. It's all there. Beautiful. Um, one more, one more Bible verse I thought of just, uh, an example of kind of the pity that Rocky's, that we have for Rocky and Rocky's going through the, when, when he's at his lowest, I love that scene where he looks at the picture of his young self and he thinks, I'm so far from that or my life is not what I thought it was going to be or whatever, whatever he's thinking. Mm. But it just, you know, this has become one of my favorite verses recently, but James four, be wretched, be, be wretched and mourn. Let your, let your, uh, let your joy turn, turn to sorrow and your laughter turn to weeping. Humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt you. It's just, we pity him watching that, but there's something about watching that is that is a necessary part of the story. There's no triumph with Adrian at the end unless he has that low point. And he's going, well, it sucks. <laughs> where, where, where'd that little kid go? It, it sucks because he, he's mourning the fact that, I don't know, the success he wanted in the world's eyes, he did not get. That's true. He can't get. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Know? And that's not, it's honestly not what will fulfill him as well. It's not what? Not what will fulfill him. That's true. Yeah. What ultimately fulfills is that higher spiritual I guess, calling. is that what he's thinking? I think we have perhaps twisted it to our means. But I, wouldn't, I would there. not say we. I would say you. I would say I would say <laughs> us together. We were an accomplice to my murder. Yeah. It, okay. That's great. That's a great one to bring up. I also love. I mean, he James in that same passage is quoting a proverb, but I like how he says it in James better. He just says, "But he gives more grace." Therefore, it says, "God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble." Yeah, and that's 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 that's, yeah. that's the whole battle of creed there. Definitely, so, it's just awesome. It is awesome. Now there is at least one other visual illusion. There's what Caravaggio painting. Was in his room. Oh, it was the calling of Saint Matthew. It is yeah, the calling you, of Saint you for Matthew. What is, what is but that? the face is different. It looks more like Rocky. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <it does. laughs> what? Damn. Did you analyze that frame by frame? Um, did I, I did look at a still. Interesting. Um, and I think that there is a slight difference in the painting. Um, however, oh. it is indeed the calling of Matthew, which is awesome. And once again, why is hey, head? Here, here is Lone Shark calling of Rocky. And then Matthew, the tax collector, the calling of Matthew to become the disciple to turn and follow Jesus. Follow there's yeah. this cool parallel, and it's just on the wall in his there apartment. Is. There it is. There's a that crucifix awesome. next to his bed. So there's, once again, more Catholic Christian imagery. Um, That's so cool. I totally forgot about that. I mean, one f- oh, sorry. That painting is, I think it's only half the painting. Yeah. But you see it's the Matthew half. Yeah. That painting is Jesus on one side of the room pointing. And the other side of the room, it's guys cowering at a table, going, "Oh my God, there's a guy!" And one of them, yeah, one of them's Matthew. But anyway, it's it's that half of the painting on just the good half, stuffed behind his couch, awesome. for, forgotten. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. Hearing you talk about him looking at his old um, picture is just, and it's actually Stallone. It's cool. You could, it's yeah. obviously him, and that just makes it, it awesome. sells it. That's, that's like in the first scene, and then it's Adrian who goes, "Who's this guy?" It's sweet. Anyway. uh... I don't really know if this is all that connected to what you were saying, but it's, just a, it's a verse that was hovering there of this, this pivotal moment where he, he's got to start kicking his life into gear and doing things differently or he'll mm-hmm. fail. It's just that Luke 6, 9, 62, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Just this idea of 
Look, I get it. That it's. It, I don't know. You gotta change how you're doing things. If you look back to your old ways, you're gonna you're gonna die. You're gonna fail sure. at this thing. You're gonna be crushed. Sure. So, anyway, rich film. Wow, Bible. I think there's a there's a few more things that I thought of. Um, one of them just being this. There's obviously a lot of dichotomies between Rocky and Creed, the the humbleness and the pride. But there's also kind of a duality there where they're both unhealthy, where for Creed, it's all about him. It's all about his selfishness. It's all about himself and his own kind of prosperity. But then on the other hand, Rocky doesn't think that he can ever achieve that. Like There's a point at which that flips and he's like, I'm going to go the distance. But at the beginning, there's this amazing scene I love where he's with the bartender and the bartender is just kind of like, well, you know, like there's people that like go and do successful things. And then they're like kind of bums like us. And we just go through life. And it's not for us to, you know, go and fulfill our dreams because that's not really going to happen. And there's this idea that sometimes we can put ourselves down and think that it's not possible for us to walk in an actual purpose because he's working for this loan shark because he doesn't believe he can do anything better. Oh, boxing is just a hobby. I'm not going to take it seriously. Why not? Because he doesn't think he can do it. I think he believed he missed his chance. He believed he missed his chance. And God came along and said, you didn't miss your chance. I had something greater for you. But what if we skip the step of thinking, you know, hey, the the world is just not cut out for me. And instead it's like, you know, if faith like a mustard seed can move mountains, if God's calling me to do this, then I'm going to step out in faith and, and do it. So you can you can have like a, a poverty mindset that is not possible or a prosperity mindset that it's all about me. And what we need to have is this middle road of purpose of if God wills it, if God's for me, no one can come against that. What about some, uh, is there any not Bible in this movie? Not Bible. I only have one thing, so maybe I'll kind of go first so yeah, no one else beats me. <laughs> Just one Bible verse, throwing it in there. First Timothy 4, 8. Okay. For while bodily training is of some value, some value, <laughs> godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for life to come. And so, some value. Absolutely. Sports movies are this rich image of just like you build your muscles in the gym, you got to build your uh, soul. <laughs> Gets spiritually swole. Spiritual muscle. But <laughs> the reality is they're, they're not the same thing. And it's, 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 it needs to be belabored the fact that despite a culture that says it's all about how you look and how strong you are. Those are, you meant to steward your body, yes, but at the end of the day, your spiritual discipline matters much more, and the mm. Bible makes that very clear. So, not saying, not saying the film is even saying you have to be strong, but look, I mean, it's a workout montage. I mean, it needs to be mentioned. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think the film. The film is, is not saying yeah. worship your body, be strong. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I, it's not. It's just hovering. No, I got you. Yeah, I think that's fair. Hovering. That scene, I think, is more about. Well, that's the most famous scene in the movie, is the yeah. training montage. Climbing the stairs. Ma- making it up, because he fails earlier. He can't do it. He runs, he's winded. He runs out of breath. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think the training montage is more about, look at the community coming together. God throws him an apple. God throws him an apple. Rocky mm-hmm. gives him the thumbs up. He's doing push-ups. Great community. It's just more, I don't know, look, look, look how far these guys come. Yeah. He perseveres, he grows, mm-hmm. and then in the end he's able to to scale the mountain he couldn't scale before yes now is that is that not biblical it's I don't know he's going up the mountain himself I don't know depends on if you once again read it as a 
Because like we said earlier, even works, spiritually works we can, <laughs> even spiritually we can we can grow stronger through through disciplines. But when we begin to worship the disciplines over over the the God that we're doing the disciplines for, if we start to worship the body instead of worshiping God through stewarding the body, if we begin to worship the money instead of worshiping God by stewarding the money, if if it's just like what's your your heart ultimately set on in the action, I guess more I guess than the so. action itself. Are we, are, do the Christians go up the mountain still? Just get my theology right, or is it Jesus went up the mountain and we don't, I think Jesus went we up don't the mountain do that for us? Yeah, in that visual. There, there's always a collaboration though of like we have the victory in Christ, and without Christ we can do nothing. But also, even if God is the one that gives us the victory in our own callings in our own daily lives, we still have to make a choice to pick up our cross and follow in the path that Jesus has marked out for us. Mm -hmm. So I know if I'm in the will of God, by faith, it's going to happen. But also, I have to choose to take the step of faith in the path that he has lit through his word for me. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I would simply suggest in picking up your cross, you're probably not going up a mountain, you're going uh, down to die. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just there's interesting tension there, I think. Absolutely follow the path, but don't be surprised if you die. Because like, you know, every every day. I mean, the Please fact die. doing doing this podcast was a choice that we we thought it would be valuable for people, and we decided to do it. And we were led by God to do it. We couldn't do it without God, but we had to to make a decision to do it. We had mm-hmm. a decision to work at it, to get better at it, to yeah. serve God better in it. Yeah. It's both. It's always both. Because we expect God to move, and we're just lazy, and we sit around and don't do anything. How can He direct uh, a walker that's not moving? I got you. Very Catholic. <laughs> Very Catholic, what you just said. <laughs> Honestly, more with life than than salvation, perhaps. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm teasing for sure, I'm for teasing. sure. Yeah, I mean they 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 make some good points on that. Yeah, they do. Um, you got any not Bible Nathan? Not Bible um, Nathan. That's your new nickname. <laughs> not Bible Nathan. NBN. What a what a moniker. <laughs> and now for not Bible Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. <laughs> um, it's just you you just travel the lands. That's not the Bible. That's not the Bible. <laughs> that's, the, that's a comedy show. Like points points at like random fiction books with dragons. That's not the Bible. Not the Bible. Episode. Not Bible. Not Bible. Um, <laughs> points at the ice cream counter. Not the Bible. <laughs> the main thing for me is um I think just a distinction of it kind of brings up a biblical concept of prescriptive and descriptive of like when we're talking oh, about sure. the Bible. There's certain things the Bible is teaching you to do, and there's certain things in the Old Testament where you see people do things, you're like, that looks pretty messed up. It's like, well, it's describing what happened, and there's a lesson from it, but you shouldn't do everything Samson did. And so uh, Rocky did things we shouldn't do? So I think within Rocky... The raw eggs. The raw eggs, the raw sure. eggs. So, like, obviously, like, as Christians, we believe that, that sex should be within the context of man and woman in marriage. That doesn't necessarily happen in this film in that way. But, you know, like oh, we're what, saying. Okay, wait, did they? I think they did. I, it's pretty heavily It's blind. not showed on screen. but oh, all wait, because, yeah, Polly calls are broken. But all the, the jokes yeah. about, because um, even Polly might have inferred incorrectly. He asked, right? uh, he, at one time he asks, and he doesn't answer. What, so what, hap- what sells it for me is the idea of the weak knees thing. Women weaken legs. Women weaken legs. Yeah, but I really like this girl, you know? Unless I train you! We gotta stop fooling around. My legs can't be weak. So it's like, <laughs> maybe maybe that's happening. And, you know, once again, God can still use you, 
there's still a, a future and a hope you're never too far gone no matter what you've done. But you are but, broken. But also... Damage goods. Um, no, definitely not. Uh, hey, we're in the Bible section. Next time we're going to <laughs> <laughs> Not Bible. Not Bible. Um, what, is, what a hero you are. Not Bible, Nathan. But anyway, so... So there, there's it's things... basically a game show. <laughs> not Bible. Not Bible. Is it the Bible? Ooh, they try, not the Bible! Why do they try to trick you on the game show? They try to so, trick you into getting into... Like, like they read, like, pop philosophy and you have to say if it's the Bible or not. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of good, actually. Um, read a song lyric. Is it Bible or not? That's awesome. Anyway, bottom line, there's things that Rocky does that are not biblically recommended, but I'm not sure the film is saying that you thing. should do that because Rocky's not a perfect person. That's yes. part of the beauty of the story. It's Rocky tells... He tells uh, the little girl, like, don't curse, don't smoke, don't drink, bad company corrupts, you know, good company has good character, bad company corrupts your character. And yet you see him smoking and doing all the things he told her not to do. So you see an imperfect person, um, and there are things that I I would not want someone to just emulate everything he does. But the film's not telling you to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think many people do that. I think perhaps the superhero genre may be would be different like, is it glorifying yeah. all their actions this, would this movie certainly doesn't because yeah. even in him doing that there's just there's, that's just great it's just he's starting to get old into a place where he's giving advice where his life is he's just a broken person himself he's just, just do as i say kid not as, not, I, as I, not as i do exactly <laughs> which is just cool to see he's on the process of, of improvement he's not practicing everything he's preaching at this point he's he's certainly flawed but in a in a way that we see how god uses broken vessels for his awesome. glory Awesome. Not a lot of not Bible. Yeah. I mean, not really any. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, the movie's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty solid. Well, let's just be clear here. This movie, with its more raw style, it just, I don't know, it's just, it's just a real, it's a real, it feels like a real story. And yeah. so it's less of this very talky, big idea film. So there's going to be less. It's not the Matrix where we're having philosophical discussions. You know, just, it's a real movie. And most of it yeah. comes from a worldview we agree with. And it's great. And it glorifies God. It's so like Polly, for instance, very broken, does a lot of things that... And obviously very broken, too. Yeah, like his relationships with other people. I could pause and we could talk about how to, you know, handle these situations differently and biblically. But, like, the movie's not telling you this is the ideal. No, it's not. It's yeah. it's just broken people being broken mm-hmm. um, and striving for better. And I think that we see them improve. Absolutely. Yes. Now, how do we apply this... Strange film to our lives. I forgot about that section. Me too. I'll go <laughs> I did too. I'll go last. <laughs> Me too. I was going to go last. Um, Nathan, please go Nathan, first. Nathan, are you prepared? Yeah. Nathan, please go first. Go ahead. Please. So this is going to echo and maybe just tie in a bow a lot of the stuff that we've already talked about, that he was just an unexpected champion. But applying it to us is just, you know, Rocky thought he was just going to get pummeled and that was going to be the end of it. And it's just going to be an embarrassment that he didn't even want to do when it was his moment that he was called to and just for all of us to have the faith that like esther we were put in this specific time for a specific reason i forgot to read it earlier but there's that amazing verse in psalms that um we were knitted together in our mother's womb like god created you for a specific reason very intentionally and if we all have a purpose for our lives that even if we feel disqualified or unqualified or too far gone or that we've done too much that god can still use us that king david was a shepherd boy before he fought goliath and when he became a king he was a murderer and adulterer and yet he overcame that was a man after god's own heart that abraham was old 
And yet he has descendants of many nations that Rahab was a prostitute and she's in the Hall of Fame of Faith that, you know, you could go further and further down the list of all of these biblical characters. Paul wrote most of the New Testament was a killer of Christians that God. Mere character in your eyes. um, (laughs) A real character. (laughs) Um, You know, writes most of the New Testament and then Jesus transforms his life completely to show us that if if Paul is the worst of sinners and he forgave Paul, that surely he could not only forgive us, that we could be in heaven with him, but even more than that, that God has a purpose. Paul even says that was why Jesus point. saved him. Exactly. He said, because I was the worst of sinners. sinners. And it was more epic that way. Yep. That's <laughs> basically what he said. So if, if God can take all these broken people and do amazing things in the kingdom for his glory, don't don't disqualify yourself. Or God yourself could raise either. you up for a dishonorable use. Like Pharaoh. <laughs> and you'll be disruined. So that, that may be your destiny. Someone's got to be Apollo. <laughs> and that happens when we, when we harden our hearts against God and his will. But if you pursue yeah. God's will, and if you pursue God there are amazing things in store for your life um, when you follow in what he has for you. And he'll equip you to do what he's called you to do, just like he equipped Rocky. Cool. You just got to go on that journey. Go on the process. Climb the mountain. With your buddies. I mean, with with your community. Um, That's a great application. You should do that. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, yeah, I I guess mine would be... I'm just so drawn to the, the... the dirty, the dirty slum land of this movie. It's just, it's just awesome. I love it. Because um, there's just something. It's just so easy in 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 our world. I was I was talking with a pastor the other day, and he said he does prison ministry. He said when I go in there, light and dark is very clear. Mm-hmm. Out here in the normal world, it's gray. Everything's gray, but in there, it's very very clear. And we're out in the normal world, so to speak. Um, Everything can be very gray. You know, things can seem... Uh, our culture, we... Things are polished and beautiful all the time. We're surrounded by advertisements and images and everything's beautiful. But I've just found, you know, the, the truly beautiful things are going to be people like Rocky and Adrian who are in, maybe in poor living conditions, who are don't have a lot of money. or You know, so I would... My application would be just try to find some people like that. Go into those places, befriend those people, you know, I don't know if you need to do things for them, but just be friends with them. And I think you will find God in places like that more than some kind of beautiful, polished place. Like a building. Like a building. Church building. <laughs> um, and just community in general. Like you're not meant to go through life alone. You're supposed to yeah, have, you know, the, yeah. the fellowship of a, a church, but also just the fellowship of friends that are going to walk through life yeah. with you. Rocky, Rocky's trying integral. to do it alone at first. You can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Well, my application was stolen from you. Um, from me? Sorry. You stole my application. You said you were going to go last. I think we all heard that. Yes. Yeah, and anyway, it was a beautiful application. Oops. My my. You can say more. My was simply going to be, you know, I was thinking about the James verse. Think, well, thinking about the uh, the the cornerstone verse of, you know, God is working through people and is moving in ways that to you seem stupid. You yeah. Know, the builders rejected the cornerstone, the most valuable piece in their eyes. They, in God's eyes, was reject. They rejected it. And so, how in life do I go about? You know, when I see those parts of life, the under under the, the underbelly of society, do I just do I judge it? Do I run away from the stuff it? that looks dark to us? Yeah. It seems dark to us, but again, we don't. We're so 
screwed up. Our sin nature is screwed up. We actually don't even understand light and dark. But but so if, what, yeah, absolutely. And then of course, you know, we we might be able to judge Rocky, but then we look at Apollo and he's like, oh, he's successful. But you see the a darkness in him, a mm-hmm. pride in him, and you just anyway, they're they're just because they're in that situation because things are a little dirty and things aren't as perfumed and garden as you like. You know, you know, James four twelve. What is it? There's one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? So, don't judge. And uh, who knows? The homeless guy could beat you up and become famous. I love that verse <laughs> in in James. James also has the verse about like when people are coming into the church building not to put the person who yeah. looks like they're wearing clothes sit here that are lesser. Yeah. And, and to feet. sit them and treat them different than you would treat anyone else. Because mm-hmm. you never know. Never know. Yeah. It's only crazy until it happens. No one would have expected Rocky to be the one, but I know. certainly didn't. Yep, I did. <laughs> he did. he was on the poster. He was on the poster. I guess I should have expected the film it more. Was his name. I guess I should have expected it more. <laughs> Wait, like, what? Like what? Imagine if the story of Rocky was just he continues being a loan shark and says, "This is my lot in life. I'm just going to get pulverized on national TV." No, that thanks. movie would suck. Exactly. It's like you got to take the call. No God in that movie. Yep, you gotta gotta follow the call, the uh, the words a lamp to our feet. Follow where the lamp goes, narrow path. Follow where the lamp goes. Gotta walk on it. Mm-hmm. Follow the little fireflies. Walk on the lamp. Walk. Lamps <laughs> are meant to be on stands weird. and not have blankets cover them up. Says All right. Jesus. <laughs> In, hey. Yes. That's wise. <laughs> also, be salt. I yes, that too. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Thinking more random references to throw out. The Curse of the Fig Tree. Curse of the Fig Tree. That's a good story. That's one of it's, it's a little weird. That's one of the dumbest parts. Actually, of, it's of the Bible. challenge your faith more than any other story in the entire Bible. That's what I'm saying. Okay, got it. <laughs> anyway, Rocky. Good movie. Rocky. Recommend it. Great film. Yes, definitely. Directed by God. Have a great rest of your day following God in your own life. We will see you guys on our next broadcast. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>